20-somethings who are either married or in committed relationships who say their unions are more secure and more honest because they don't believe in monogamy. Talking about swinging, or as it's known now, living in the lifestyle. We're going to have to give you some monogamy. Technically, an orgy requires a minimum of six participants. This is a new generation of swingers. Waves are coming at you on Friday, Saturday, by Sunday, your nuts gonna be drained. Oh, oh, oh! Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Swinging Around, episode fifty-seven. Fifty-six. Fifty-six. Episode fifty-six. <laughs> And this one is Swinging and Society Today. Yeah, you should be enjoying these sexy voices. We upgraded our podcasting. We, we figured after after all these years and podcasting on just cheap equipment. It's time for an upgrade. It's time for an upgrade. So, so if you thought we were sexy before, we should be pretty damn sexy yeah. now. <laughs> sexy. That's not sexy. <laughs> I imagine you're just saying taco. It's like Homer Simpson voice. <laughs> Oh, gross. <laughs> so, yeah, d- d- tell them what, what kind of equipment we were using before. Oh, so before we were using two microphones, which came from the video game SingStar. Yeah, SingStar. But they had the right kind of connections. And then we were using a mixer that came from my um, electric drum set. And it was actually a pretty decent mixer. It served us well for a while. I but mean, it's been banged up, and I think something was starting to go bad in it because yeah, the went, feedback was increasing. It was worse. The podcasting um, equipment, like the microphones, I think were fine. But when we came back after our after the hiatus, it was uh, and having moved and yeah, it all was, that. It was it was it was definitely worse. So we upgraded microphones and all new equipment. So we should be coming at you at pretty good pretty good fidelity. Although I will say we're still using the homemade pop filter on one of our two, and the pantyhose is holding up just fine (laughs) (laughs) so today we are bringing back a segment we haven't done in a while we are going to do sex in the news uh all the american troops pulling out help the situation oh no so if you think you're gonna you want the money shot of them with their arms in the air you're going to get it it's in both of their self-interest right now you say the money shot yeah. The money shot, you know, yeah. And Belinda, I just can't understand how something so small can be so impressive. Well, Mark, you would know about that. <laughs> so, Sex in the News. <laughs> that bumper just makes me laugh every time. <laughs> I, was, I was having a hard time holding it in. <laughs> so, Sex in the News is our infrequent um, segment that we that we've done, where I, whenever I see um, articles that are related to swinging and sex that I think would be interesting. Then, then I let them. I let a couple articles build up, and then we'll talk about it on the show. And and then would you say you let them burst out? <laughs> come all over. <laughs> come me, come all over me with news. So the first one is anybody who's within, um, anybody who remembers TGIF back in back in the late 1990s. Remember the TV show Boy Meets World? And I was surprised when I saw that one of the Boy Meets World stars is becoming a uh, porn star. And no, it's not Topanga. That's where my my brain first goes. Topanga's hot. Yeah, I would, I would but it's not her. I would see her fuck. She probably has. <laughs> well, I'm of course, of course. No, I'm sure there's video out there. Well, I mean, everybody is uh, with cell phones these days. But So when you sent me this article, I had no idea who this person even was 
other than it was, you know, it said Boy Meets World. To me, that was just like a headline grabber. Well, so you just, I knew who it was right away, though. The, the I, name I mean, is, her name is Maitland Ward. Again, yes. didn't ring a bell to I me. Don't, I didn't know the record. I didn't recognize the name either, but I recognized um, when I saw the picture of her. She is in the later seasons. She's the roommate of Corey's brother, Eric. Mm-hmm. And I forget his name, but the um, the Lawrence, or the like, the Lawrence brother who was yeah. who was Eric's roommate, and they got a third roommate. This this uh, this girl, and, and she now was, she's doing porn. She was on the show for here, the here. last three or four or five years, or well, three or four years, I think. So I, I definitely remember her. But it's it's interesting. You don't hear mainstream people going. No, going usually porn they that leave often. porn to do something bigger, not that they go. They go from mainstream acting to well, to porn. I can't even think of that. Many. Did, she, I know. did she give a reason for why she wants to do it? She just likes it. Yeah. Um, Good. More power to her. Taking back the word slut, right? I mean, that's that's what <laughs> that's it's all true. about. So I'm trying to remember. Um, that's great. I'm trying to remember. Can you think of um, what celebrities can you think of that it went backwards? That went well. That went to porn. I know China, the mm-hmm. the the WWE. Um, wrestler, yeah, she, she, she did. did porn. Well, and then there's like there's just celebrity fuck videos, which well, is not, is questionable as to whether or not they released them on purpose well, or yeah, not. I'm not, I mean, I'm not counting. You could talk about the Pam Anderson. T- yeah, I'm not counting things. even sex I tapes. Mean, I mean, people who go and do produced porn. I, th- I, I have. I can't think of any I can't other think ones. Of China. I know. Um, and China wasn't that good looking anyway. No, so. no or at least was, not in my it was, opinion. It was more of a yeah. I I watched some of her stuff, but it was more novelty, like seeing this person that you've seen on like a like a regular TV show or like you know a, a thing. Do, yeah. Do porn. I'm sure there's other examples that I'm not aware of. Listeners, if you can think of an actor that went backwards from doing mainstream acting to porn, email us. I know that Sylvester. Swinging around at gmail.com. No G at the end of swinging. I know Sylvester Stallone started off i he didn't actually have sex but he was like an extra in some i've never seen them but an extra in some um porn hmm. films in the 70s but i he i he didn't actually do anything he was just yeah. an extra and i know that lawrence fishburne's daughter so she's not really a celebrity but her father is lawrence fishburne's daughter um perry white from from man of steel of course you'd know that or or more, more people are probably probably familiar with him as Morpheus from The Matrix. But his his daughter did porn, but I, I remember he was not happy about it. But I can't think of too many others. But, I mean, not that she was a huge star. Boy Meets yeah. World's been off off the air for a while. And so porn it is. Um, did you watch any? Is she any good? I did look at – you can find it on um, – if you just do a search on YouPorn for, for Maitland Ward. She's – what's interesting is the articles make it seem like she's starting now. Like if you were to read the, I th- um, the, the news article – you would you you would think that she was just starting and was talking about the beginning of her career, but she's got a bunch of videos already on that, are, and some of them are a few years old on YouPorn. Yeah. So I don't know why it's like making the news now, but um, who knows? But she's she she's already been producing porn so the last few years. Who knew? Um, the next uh, the next news is uh, swingers in the news, but not the best not the best press. Got to be honest. Um, so a Florida Florida swingers club was apparently down in Miami if we've got any Miami listeners down there you might be aware of this yeah who I, um I didn't get the name of the club but they were there this um Florida Swingers Club was ordered to pay um nearly $890,000 for stealing stealing images of models to use as um advertisements ad- advertisements for their website so that's not good 
Uh, yeah, you can't feel. just go online and find images of hot chicks yeah. and make there's those a, your images. There's sexies in the lifestyle that I'm sure you put the call out, people will. Oh, people would be more than willing to, to model. I mean, come on. How many SLS profiles have you seen of hot, <laughs> sexy women? Now, I'm sure there's not a lot of women who'd want their faces included in in the images. And that's probably contributing to the lawsuit, too. But, yeah, that's... Uh, you yeah, steal people's I images and I you're gonna get gonna, in trouble for it. I, I, w- I wonder how to. they found it. Like, I wonder well, how those models came across it. Like, did they see major um, advertising campaigns for the Swingers Club? Like, there are no Swingers Club in clubs in Michigan, so obviously we don't see well, advertising for these. Ones, you mean, well, I mean. yeah, but not not like on-premise party yeah, stuff because yeah. it's illegal. Mm-hmm. But I'm wondering in Miami is, is you know our Florida law is different. Where yeah, I'm not sure. you know how did they come across their their faces and be like, holy shit. The next um, news article is a positive one. I got this from um, the NCSF, the National Coalition for Sexual Freedom, um, a website which I, f- I follow to ke- keep up on the news that's going on with, with, with them. They're, they're really good advocates for alternative lifestyles, swinging, polyamory, um, uh, queer, gay, you know. Sexual L- freedom. Yeah, yeah, sexual, just in general sexual freedom. And I c- the article came across um, that the club in um, Ohio, I, b- I believe it's um, Fort Wayne. Can you check that real quick while I talk about the article? I'll try. But it's um, – you can just click on the link that's – It's not working. Um, but they they were – the community wanted to shut them down, and they – Legally, they were able to stay open, essentially. Well, well, the thing that impressed me was that the the judge there, the um, the the judges, they had like it was like a, a community, they had a town hall meeting essentially, and the judges ruled for it. And um, of, of course, the community was trying to get them shut down on obscenity. Yeah, probably and saying it's uncouth and yes, they don't want those kinds of people hanging around the club, you know, hanging around and. What kind of immorality is this going to bring? Yeah, et cetera, but, et cetera. But I was just really impressed because it shows that there is there. You, you, there's so much in the news about. Um, there's a legal precedence. Well, there's out so there. much in the news about um, regulating morality and getting things shut down and getting strip clubs that are that are you know get them shut down and zoning because of zoning and getting getting. Um, I mean, Michigan. I mean, we 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 don't even have these types of clubs for. I'm sure yeah. morality reasons, but this this uh, the judges say for for instance here's a quote by um, one of the judges who is uh, overseeing this. I in good conscience cannot be an advocate and use the weight of my position to advocate for something I think is immoral. I'm also very interested in limited government government, and I didn't feel comfortable using the authority and force of government. So even though I mean that's great because it's somebody it's showing that there are still those those people in authority and in government who can look past, because that quote doesn't, he isn't saying that he agrees with a, a swingers club or that he would be a swinger or, or advocates for it, but mm-hmm. he doesn't think the use of government should be able to shut it down just because yeah. other people in the community might not like it. He's not there to police and, and judge morality, which I which I was impressed by, because you, you don't think of that typically as being the case. You think, oh, they go to the town hall, the swingers club is probably doomed. Yep, yeah, and that's it's interesting because laws to some extent do do work on ethics and morals, but he's saying that there's a distinction here between what what consenting adults are doing with respect to their marriages and their lifestyle versus, you know, it's it's not in the same level as breaking a law for 
um, you know, robbery or stealing or, you mm-hmm. know, something like that. It's, it's, it's not anywhere on the same level that it warrants making a law against it. Yes. And here's, here's another quote from somebody who was on the board. You have to draw the distinction. It is morality that affects the public at large versus not. My morality might be different than others. And when it comes to just a strictly moral decision, it's a slippery slope if you start making those decisions purely on morality. So they yeah. Well, and, and I think that's great because they're recognizing that it's this is swinging is not black and white. It's 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 different for everybody. Well, exactly. And what you might even what what even even these individuals might find immoral. They're not saying that they don't find it immoral or do. They're not making. No. But what they're saying is our, our positions of power. We shouldn't be judging on morality and judging saying saying what's moral for other people and i was just i was impressed by that and so this the champagne club gets to stay open that's a win that is definitely that's a, a win. great win yes so do you want to introduce our topic for tonight well i think that's kind of a good jumping off point because what we wanted to talk about is just where where are we and our thoughts about swinging relative to you know the country and society and and specifically how our beliefs are um, about being suppressed or oppressed versus being out in the lifestyle and how, how the lifestyle is portrayed in the general public eye. I think that's that's kind of what we want to talk about, and, and that, that plays in well with that article because I think what they're alluding to is it doesn't matter how they feel about swinging clubs and swinging the act of swinging. What matters is if it's if it should be legal or not. And in their case, they're saying, yeah, it's it's legal within the confines of our laws. Let it be open. But that doesn't mean they're not they're not opening their arms to swinging. They're not they're not praising it. They're not saying, yep, this is great. We, we should allow swingers in all of our communities. What they're saying is, well, we're going to look the other way because we don't think they're explicitly doing something that that is harming anybody. So yes. and, and I think that that is. You know, it's a win, but is it really a win to celebrate? I mean, that's and that's basically what we wanted to talk about today. Yeah. So this topic was um, was I I brought it up to you because we had some other topics we were going to potentially talk about for this episode, but this one jumped out at me because I've been thinking about it, and I wanted to just talk about swinging's perception in society and our perceptions and how we think how we either want the swinging community to be viewed by society or how it is viewed just have a it's going to be a free form discussion and i even put in my notes here that i'm like we're going to have a conversation and i'm always open to changing my mind if i think about something in a different way or have a different perspective and so that's why it's great to talk things through with you um and so i even put my notes that i have the right to change my mind that some some opinion that i voiced at the beginning through the course of just discussing this i could change my opinion yeah i do it we all do it i think that's perfectly fair so one thing that i wanted to maybe start off with with this discussion is i know in previous episodes years ago we've talked about oh wouldn't it be nice if if we didn't have to hide um being being in the swinging community or or the swinging in general or, or the lifestyle like wouldn't that be great if we could just be open but it, it, it brings up an interesting question. Um, so let me, let, let me pose that to you. Like, do you wish that, like, how do you think our lives would be different if we could be open? Because we, we're very much in the closet in terms of swinging. Nobody mm-hmm. knows. Our family doesn't know. Yep. Only, not, Only our swinger friends yeah, know. Yeah, vanilla friends don't know. We keep it, we are not open about it. And so how are your thoughts, and I know, how are your thoughts on, like, what are your thoughts on that? I, I'm very torn because I, 
I care less about society as a whole and, and the broader spectrum, but I care about the opinions of my family and friends and what they think of me. And my family is, I mean, they're, they're religious, they're Catholic, and this is something that would never fly. It, it wouldn't be understood. I mean, it's marriage is marriage, and you don't go outside your marriage, and that's how it's always going to be. And I'm 100% sure that I would never convince my parents that what we're doing is right or okay and not cheating and not anything else. So even if we could be out, um, I don't think it would be viewed as acceptable in my family's eye. So do I wish we could be out? That would mean I'd be wishing for a lot of things to change from my family's perspective in, in terms of being liberal and open. And I just don't see that happening. I, ag- I agree with you on my family. Uh, my side of the family is also fairly religious, more, um, not more, um, exclusively Protestant, basically, um, but still still religious nonetheless. Look at us, but a Protestant and a Catholic. <laughs> well, we're and non, you and I are neither. non-religious. Yeah. Um, but... It's interesting because, as I mentioned, we used to we used to talk about this and say like, "Oh, it would be great if we could be out." And but I the would more say th- being being in the closet is inconvenient because you have to make up lies when you go different places, and so it's an inconvenience. Like every time my parents come over or somebody comes over to watch the kids when we're doing something swinging, there's a few things. There's a ritual to it. Number one is what lie did you tell your parents? Where are we going tonight? <laughs> I usually tell them the lie, and then I have to inform you so you don't say something stupid and blow it, which we was almost done on a couple of occasions. Well, yeah, and, it's, and it's then two, I have to change in the car every time because I can't wear my swinger clothes out of the house. Yeah, it's always it's um, and so it, that's an inconvenience. Since we've had kids, and we could even talk about this as like pre kids and post kids, like how would. Like, what was our different in our mindset before kids, and how is it different now? Because now there is the added comp- the added complexity of of needing the babysitter to go out. So we can't even go out anonymously because before kids, we could go out to a hotel party and nobody would know. But now somebody knows that we're going out because somebody has to watch our kids. Yeah, somebody knows we're not at the house. So we have to make up some some reason. So so that's the inconvenience. Whenever we've gone on swinging trips, like when we just went to Nadia and Nolan's, we at least told people we were going to New Orleans, but we couldn't really tell the real reason why that we were going there. So it's an inconvenience. It's a constant lie. And for me, when we were younger, it was hot to know that we had this lie and this secret double life that we did these things that nobody knew about. But we've been doing this for long enough that that hotness is kind of worn away from me. And it's still hot to go do those things, but the the – the extra level of hotness because of the secret dual lifestyle that that's faded for me i mean what about you it hasn't faded for me in this i still think that it's hot and i you say it's faded but i still think that you think it's a little hot but i i, I know you it's not, not not to the same extent but well that's an argument then for like maybe we don't do it often enough i don't know well no well that's an argument for maybe being being out and open in society would be better because the benefit of like, oh, it's a we're in a sub we're in a subculture, this underground culture that's mm-hmm. that's um, sexy. If that's gone away, or or lessened, then that's an argument yeah. for that. But I wanted to bring up one thing that I've changed my mindset on was the analogy that I've thought about m- for myself is that when I used to have the perspective of maybe oh it'd be super nice if we could just be out and everybody knew what we did and that would be great and we didn't have to hide ourselves. But the diff- but the thing that's but then I don't want people to know what we do in the 
like just you and I do. What, what yeah. I don't want people to know what you and I necessarily do in the people bedroom People don't need ourselves. to know what we do in the bedroom. Exactly. So that's an interesting. So, so yeah. they, they don't need to know that I, I like doggy style or that we'll, we'll 69 before we move into sex sometimes. Like they don't need to know that. So knowing but that we might occasionally swap with another couple, it's kind of in the same, same yeah, line I, of thinking. I agree with you. I, I think. But where's the line drawn well, between. Well, what if you want to go into polyamory? What if that, that well, swinging relationship turns into not, something else? Well, I didn't want to. It we, won't for we, us. We weren't going to go there just because like this is very much like from your yours and I's perspective on swinging. And, and we're not interested well, in, in polyamory. that and it's our perspective about even isolated to where we live too you know i mean well, there might be true. there might I be pockets in the country that are more accepting than I others like like where that miami club is maybe it's a little more open <laughs> maybe true, not but i think they everybody, tried to close it but i think everybody has to i think the majority I, I think it would be rare for the for a swinger to not at least grapple with these issues or to think about them sure but because where does the distinction come like, because it'd be great not to have to lie to people that were going to a swingers party because swingers party doesn't necessarily mean s- mean sex with other people all the time like we you could just go to a party and 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 dance and have fun well but i would like to just say we're going to an adult party and then i could just wear whatever outfit i wanted but then i'm like i don't really want my dad to see my ass cheeks exactly. so i would so probably would still change it, it's it's a, it's so interesting it's because not really a nut change because we don't want people to necessarily like we don't necessarily need to, di- to divulge or be open about like the intimate details like yeah. oh we're I, like, gonna go flop in a hotel room. exactly like oh we we, we we went up with this couple and we went to the back to the hotel room after or we went to this party and yeah. and heidi was blowing somebody else <laughs> like they don't but now, but there, there there is some level of like talking about things openly with your friends the, and and there are swing plenty of swingers out there who are open with their friends because they have non-judgmental friends who would be, be okay with it and you know, I wouldn't mind being able to share a story or two with some of my vanilla friends. I have some close girlfriends that we talk about various things, you know, not in super detail, but in some some level of intimacy. And I would like to be able to be like, oh, my God, we were doing this. Like, like share a funny story. Or like, just even like the people watching. We, we Sometimes- did a swap and, and we... we like he didn't realize he was gonna come and it went on my face or you know I just I would like to be able to share those funny stories and and I can with my swinger friends but I have closer non-swinger friends. Yeah, yeah, I completely agree. Or even like, oh, we we saw the coolest um, Halloween costume at this party. Yeah. Or whatever, because it's almost like all or nothing. Like you either have to be, it's sort of like you either have to be, like. Like there isn't that middle ground where we can where people know that like we might go to adult parties yeah. and like would we have to define what adult means to now, people? A, a devil's advocate might say if if they're truly your friend they'll accept you in whatever way they are, whatever way you are. Family might be a different story. So there is a part of me that thinks maybe I could let it slip to a friend or two of mine. Not all of my friends. I know some of my friends are more judgmental than others. So maybe I could let it slip. But you can never put that cat back in the bag. So once it's out, it's out, and you take a risk. So that's that's what's kept me from telling a couple of my friends. Yeah, it's just – and I agree. I completely agree with you. And um, Like, we had one friend that we thought might be in the swinger <laughs> community just by some of her behaviors, but we were like, her husband, no way. So we never said anything, but we had our own suspicions. If it's who you're thinking of um, – or if 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 you're thinking of the same person that I am, then yes, I I agree. But the I, female was very open. I think and, and the male was, would, was very uptight. I, so and, and even that's interesting. It's like you have these suspicions, like oh, are they, you know, are they swingers or not? Or and it's like 
like there's like a stigma between like well and i wonder if you think that because you're a swinger and so you think like you pick up on warning signs that other people might not and you might read into things too. but why so maybe even just delving a little bit into societal um norms like why do you think it it's would be bothersome or or is not would be like why do you think it is taboo to even ask somebody oh do you guys swing or do you guys do you guys because nobody wants to admit it like and but so i guess that's why do you think they don't want to is it because of all the things we've been talking because about because i um, i think it they, i think it stems like, to the acceptance of of relationships outside sex outside your marriage i i just don't think society is ready to accept that now i do think just like with the gay movement, I think we're getting closer and closer to that. I think a generation or two from now, they might be much more willing and open to do that. Well, just because I get the sense that the generations below us are even more sexually open than our generation, and and as the older generations, which are kind of what hold me back in particular, as they start to die off, mm-hmm. like I think the country will become more liberal and open. I don't know that we'll ever be fully open, but and that's where just just like the gay movement took decades. Yeah. And and I've thought about that too, like comparing our um, the swinging lifestyle with um, the gay community. Because in in, in in one sense we're in the closet, but in another sense it's very different. Though it's well, it is very different because the we are, we don't necessarily have to hide who we like. I, I I don't have to hide that I'm a a straight heterosexual male who likes women. Yeah, but you might occasionally like like a bisexual experience too. I mean, there are men like that in the swinging community. Maybe not a lot of them, but there are. No, they but do exist. I'm talking for myself though. Yeah, like, like we like I don't have to hide who I am necessarily in this in 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 the sense of my sexual identity. Like I don't right. have to. Well, and it doesn't link back to your partner and who you're going to marry and your ability to the have gay, kids. The gay community like being in the, it's yeah. It, I, I it's think the, the reason it parallels the gay community is all because of morality. Well, and 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 there's a lot of fight against what's moral, whether it's male male or male female, or whether it's it's going outside of your marriage, regardless of of the gender. Like I think that's where the parallel comes from, and I think that's still the problem is society has to be comfortable with these more complex relationships or more complex sexual experiences that are not just married man and woman. Yeah, being being and in the closet for a swinger. Does not mean what it means for to when you're when you're talking about a a, um, a gay or a lesbian or a non non cisgender is how they yeah. um and 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 I, I don't even like drawing the comparisons to some extent outside well, of the morality it, question well, because and, they're and so I, different. I agree. We like we say even in this discussion, like even you know, we we've been saying like well we're in the closet, but we're not in the like we choose to be. But we still get to live our lives pretty much. Yeah, that's that's like why it's not the best. We of have parallels. To ha- like we have the family we want. I have the wife that I want. I don't have to wish I was with somebody else because society wouldn't let me. Like I'm with you, and it's and it's and it's it's our activities. It's 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 the things that we want to do, and it's it's just interesting. I, I think it still just comes down to to the morality of of when a man and a woman are. The, the viewpoint of a marriage is when a man and a woman get married, they're monogamous and they only have sex with each other. And, and even even the way it's portrayed in TV where it's comical or creates a, a sticky situation when the man is eye, eyeballing another woman. or You know, I mean, that's it's mm-hmm. it's reinforced continuously in our culture that a man and a woman are together and, and that's it. But like I said, I think with the younger generation, I think with apps like Tinder and some of these dating apps where – sexual freedom and and non-monogamy in general even like regardless of marriage is more 
common. Mm-hmm. I think that might lead to some more openness. But at this point, the I think the sticking point is that monogamy and morality are linked together. Yeah, and they, and they those two things need to be split. They need to be mutually exclusive. Morality and monogamy are not one and the same. You can be non-monogamous and be a perfectly ethical and moral person, and and the problem is, in in much of society, those things are are cannot happen. It does not compute. Commute compute. <laughs> it yeah, doesn't get there. Where are they driving? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't compute where they, they can't fathom that you can be a moral person and have sex with somebody who's not your wife or husband. Like that just blows people's minds, I think. I knew it would blow my parents' minds. Yeah, Maybe I, not my dad, but my mom for sure would be like, <laughs> I what think would, in the hell? I think it would blow your dad's mind too, but yeah, it's 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 such complicated issues because even even now we've had we've we've throughout this discussion we've been talking about like well what would it take like what would it take for society to accept um the swinging lifestyle in general but then there's the individual like your like for instance your and i's decision like if it wasn't if it was completely accepted would we still want to be out would 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 we still want people to know that it's none of their goddamn business. Well, <laughs> I, well, well, I agree. I would like people to know that we enjoy going to an adult party and being in a sexually charged atmosphere. I would love to be able to just share that and, and say what happens in the bedroom stays in the bedroom. And, and it's up to you to think on whether or not we partake in any of the swinging activities. But I would like to at least be able to say, hey, we like to go to those kinds of parties. I agree. And, and, and then, you know what? My lips are sealed. I don't kiss or fucking tell. True, that's true. There, there is that. Uh, there is that. But side then of it. people will jump to conclusions, and again, then the, then comes the assumption about your morality. That's why I would love to decouple those things and be like, yeah. I am a good person regardless of who I have sex with. Yeah, I yeah, because people can't. It, society has a hard and time. And then they'll say, well, you're a bad parent, or you know, I mean, it, they yeah, will like how they can you will project your, your how sexual can you raise decisions. Your children, right? If yeah, you guys, you're a deviant. Yeah, you're yeah the um you're a sexual deviant or like. like uh, the morality just wrapped up in, yeah. in, in non-monogamy is and, – and even we've learned being in the lifestyle that non-monogamy – like we're not – you and I aren't polyamorous. Mm-mm. And so there's various levels, and but we're, we couldn't be more accepting of that, of those lifestyles. But it's and, – and people who take – like if, if it's on the spectrum of being married, completely monogamous, to all the way to being polyamorous, polyamorous with multiple – people that you're in love with maybe a you know a, a v or a w or all the different all the different letters we learned from tristan taramino <laughs> um very good book yeah way. yeah opening up opening up by tristan taramino i think we did a review of that oh yeah we did back in an episode i have no idea what episode that would be since <laughs> since yeah. it was so we, long ago. we talked about it but it's i would say we kind of fumbled our way through it because there are a lot of relationship styles that we are not familiar with but what, one thing I wanted to bring up is is the um, this idea, and I don't even think you and I haven't even talked about this that much because it's in a book that you haven't read yet that we're gonna that you're probably gonna read that we want to review. Um, I believe it's called Sex and God: How um, Religion Dis- Distorts Sexuality. I believe that's the name of it. Or, but it, it, one of the chapters in that book, I read it over. It, it's it's been five or six months ago now that I've read this that I read this book. Um, and, and I don't want to talk too much about it because I know we're gonna, we want to re- talk about it in a review, but it's about, it's basically about what I just said about how religion distorts people's perceptions of sexuality and, um, but 
this concept that I'd never even heard about, um, the, the sociosexual orientation. And it was sort of a, a mind blower for me in the sense that like, there's been studies like there's this there's this I, there's this concept called the social um, sexual orientation that is on one on one end of the spectrum it's it's individuals you can think of it as an analogous to being an introvert and an extrovert just in your personality but this is people who on the low end might be comfortable with um, non intense low low sexual um, adventurous situations so those are your we like to just do missionary i prefer not to give blowjobs i'm very cautious in the bedroom those those are your your people people less adventurous in the bedroom types people low on the scale tend to be restricted in their sexual expression and they are more love oriented when it comes to sex and those scoring um those scoring in um as as a, a high on the scale tend to be characterized by less investment commitment and love and they they believe more that sex can be just sex and like personality traits it's this this is relatively stable over time and there's been studies that have looked at the, looked at this and it's it's um relatively stable wouldn't that be a fun little survey or like you know how there's different personality tests like where are you that would be a fun kind of little test to do there's like a socio sexual orientation test i mean i can kind of guess where i am on the scale kind of hearing what the extremes are but that would be interesting to yeah and to take a little personality quiz on there was an australian twin study that found that 49 percent of um your sexual social um your socio-sexual orientation is inherited just like personality i always like, have said that i felt a little dirty just like just and like, that it was in my genes yeah i yeah exactly but the problem is with society, society, um, if 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 we take this um, social sexual orientation um, scale, um, and and there are some numbers that are linked to the scale, but if you think about just the spectrum of personality from an introvert to an extrovert, extrovert to a, a high SSO is what they call this. Um, I'm just gonna shorten it and call it the SSO for the for the social sexual orientation. So those high um, and high and low the, the the spectrum, but society, mainstream society. Ex- the the expectation the norm is the low end the the norm is yes yeah. I'm, I'm not surprised does that surprise you well y- yes and no because i mean 51 percent of that is is some, like learned behavior right if 49 percent is inherited so if society will perpetuate what it's used to and what its norms are unless there's a culture to move it and a culture of change and but so what's, but what's interesting is is if we picture so those of us high on the scale, we're just fucking oppressed. Well, what's interesting <laughs> is it's not even like the norm is like the middle of the scale. The norm ne- isn't necessarily the middle of the scale because the, like if you think about ext- introvert and extrovert, society sort of thinks about like you shouldn't be too extrovert. Like two extroverts, too extroverted can be a little bit too crazy. Sometimes you need to like rein it in and and so you want to balance with that introvert, extrovert. But I feel like society only wants you to be – on the low end of the SSO scale, there it's not in the middle. Yeah, it, and well, even, even introvert versus extrovert, you might be like when I've done a lot of personality tests, like Myers Briggs and other things, um, through work and through different coaching things that I've gone through, and they will all tell you that when you take those kinds of tests, it's a spectrum, and 
what it tells you is that you have a tendency to lean one way or the other, but everybody has, has both capabilities depending on the situation that they're in. So, so my guess would be the same goes for the SSO where, where most people have a, a tendency to, for what they're, what they prefer, but they can slide back and forth to some extent, maybe not from one end of the scale to the other, but, but I, I, your point's not lost on me that the, the average is not in the middle, but on the yeah, low end. Yeah, whereas, but for most but, other personalities... But how much of that is driven by societal norm versus by, you know, if this were strictly the genetic side, like if we if we were some in some magical way able to test everybody's genes and say genetically you would be in the middle, but your behaviors are actually on the low end, you know, what we can't figure out based on this is, is how much of behavior is driven by society's... Um, influence on your behavior versus what you actually would do without that society you know influence on you but i, I, just, I wonder if we would actually be more in the middle yeah, just genetically we should well we should be it shouldn't be the norm like the norm society's norm is that you're on the low like the, yeah. ex- the expectation you get married you're locked into this relationship you're monogamous with this person for the rest of your life and well nerd nerd bomb here if if that's true then the human aspect of things, if if genetically we are predisposed to be more in the middle than, than on one side or the other, then we should be able to find countries whose average is not on the low end. We should be able to find countries whose average is different because their societal norms are different. So well, that would be true. interesting to know, like, where does the U.S. fall relative to, to Spain or to, you know, to other countries? And I'd be willing to bet there are other countries that are much more oppressed, too. Like, if you did that same kind of survey in China, you'd well, probably that, have I mean, something different. But Yes, of course. And, America. And I mean, there are worse countries in America. So This has been your sexy nerd moment. <laughs> yeah, we're talking from an American perspective, obviously. <laughs> but... It's just interesting. It was a mind blower for me when I read this book because I never really considered the idea that like your 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 your, your sexual premises, like how open you are, can be like genetic. And I mean, on well, one, from what you're saying, it's fifty fifty. Well, but the fact that it even has any genetics is is interesting, or like been True. been proven, and um, that there's a you, some people are just might be driven like the person like some people are completely satisfied. And the thing is, is that we shouldn't – it brings up the notion that, like, the norm shouldn't be, like – like, like e- swingers shouldn't make other people who don't swing feel like they're missing out because they're not experiencing these things. These – somebody – somebody you might be talking to a couple, and they're low on the scale. So for them, swinging, swinging and these types of non-monogamous um, scenarios wouldn't be for them. And so there is no – there is no right or wrong in the sense that, like – a lot of times, a lot of times, I feel like there is this notion in the even the swinging community that like, oh, if, if more people just did it, which is true, but we also have to recognize as the community that we can't ostracize. We have to be open to the in the way that we would maybe want society to accept the way that we live. We have to recognize and be open to. It's perfectly fine if somebody else chooses to, to that they're not a, that. And they may not even be cognizant of where they're falling on this quote unquote scale, but like they're the type of person where they just it puts them in an uncomfortable situation. And I guess it all comes down to being tolerant of each other and not forcing your beliefs on anybody. And that that goes for sex and monogamy or non monogamy, all the way up through the politics that are happening now. I mean, it, it's 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 the same general message, and it's. Be open and accepting of other viewpoints and other lifestyles. So I have a question for you. You had mentioned um, friends or family. 
I, I mean, I could pose this question myself, but I'm going to pose it to you, that um, who wouldn't be tolerant of it. What would you think they would say if you like described this idea of this this SSO, this sexual, this socio-sexual orientation that Danny and I are just higher on this, like together, and we were lucky enough to find somebody else who was higher on it as like, we were lucky to find basically people like you and I were pretty much on the exact same s- scale or like, but we're just higher than you, and that doesn't make us that that doesn't make it wrong, or or or, or, or I mean like how would like if, if if you were to have this conversation with somebody how would you broach it or like like how would you try to do, like. Let me, let me leave it there. I don't know. It depends on who you're talking to. I, if I'm talking to somebody who's got a scientific mind and is, is open to those sorts of things, then I, you know, maybe we could make headway and, and convince someone. But it's tough because I think it still stems. I, I, I really think that people who have a problem with swinging have that problem because they believe it's a moral issue. And yeah, you and no matter they I, I could really easily see them refute this SSO by saying, you're welcome to be as sexually adventurous in the bedroom as you want to be with your partner. You don't need to bring in other partners to do that. You can you can wear sexually explicit clothing, but you don't need to then go off and have sex with somebody else. That's not okay. Like I I could just see that devil's advocate stance, but it really just depends on who you're talking to. So I yeah I don't I am not convinced that bringing up that research and talking about the spectrum would would change somebody's mind who thought that swinging was immoral yeah i agree with you i I think i agree and sometimes you can get like i mean i've i know that i can get too bogged down in details or whatever but i don't think people even consider that there is like take 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 our parents both all all four of them we are all four of our parents are still alive and well and um i don't think that they've even I, i know that they've considered like they know what an introvert and extrovert is i don't think that they've all four of them have probably considered that there's like a range of like sexuality and sexual expression and how open you want to be with your sexualness. And no, they haven't even, cons- it's like you, they haven't even considered that. And so you're right. It's I mean, I think, I think intuitively it makes sense. And I think it's not a hard stretch or concept for people to think that some are, some people are more sexually adventurous than others. I, I don't think that that's a stretch of the mind to present that fact, but to then use that as a method of um, justifying swinging i i just don't think that they would make that leap at least not a lot of the people that we know i'm sure there are there are some out there who would be mind blown light bulb gone off like oh my god you're right but i i don't think that that's enough to say that sex outside because it it comes down to the sanctity of marriage and a relationship and your commitment to the other person and i just think that overcoming that hurdle of cheating in a lot of people's minds is just not going to happen well that's the thing is for us like we know people in our in this community know that swinging and non-monogamy does not equate to cheating. Yeah, but we know that, but I don't think a lot of other people. I, I think the non-swinging community does not agree. I think they just have. I think a lot of society has very closed minds, and it's unfortunate. And I don't want to be too judgy, but I I think that they do. And instead of being open to accepting whatever, even if it's not their cup of tea, mm-hmm. that other people, it's like other people have to be, this is what's right. I mean, it goes yeah. back to what well, you were saying, the morality the, the morality, and, and being in, in, intertwined with non-monogamy and morality. And, and, and that's just the state of things today and in, in my impression of it. And I really do think that um, things will become more open. You know, I, I think back to the days of, of Kinsey and the Kinsey Report where it was barely acceptable to publish research about sex and it was – 
it was groundbreaking just to even research sex between a man and a woman, and that was a big deal, or to research blowjobs. And it, it was it was crazy that, you know, back then you couldn't even talk about the male orgasm or let alone impotence. And so um, the the forms of, of IVS and, and all of that were way behind where they probably could have been because of societal norms. And look how far they've come. I do think that society is moving towards being a little more liberal with respect to relationships. Look at what's happening with marijuana, for example, and that's not relationship-based. But, you know, I, I think mm-hmm. the country in general is moving in that direction. I don't think it'll ever be fully open where where swinging is just one of those things. But I do know in, in doing some research into, you know, how many swinging couples are out there, I mean, the, uh, if you were to base solely, well, yeah, I, solely I g- on the number... I gave you some homework. How much? You did. And it's funny because I typed it in our notes and it auto-corrected my name from Heidi to Haiti. So these are these are the notes from Haiti, the, the notes country. The Haiti. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but from what, I, what I've seen, and we've looked this up before, and the figures vary wildly because it depends on the population that you survey and the size of the survey and the location and all those things. Um, but generally what you find is estimates between anywhere and 5% Five to ten percent of married couples, or just couples in general, not necessarily married, are estimated to have a profile on a lifestyle site. That's really? huge. Yeah, that's huge, and that's based on five the five to ten. Five to ten couple percent of couples across the United you States. Blown my mind. So are are estimated to you have. Well, it's based on the number of profile sites, but how many couples have more than one profile? And, you know, yeah. I don't know exactly how that's come up. So so even if we take the low end of five, even let's say you take the low end of just 2% of couples, people between ages of 18 and, let's say, 60, that's still several million people. It's like two to five million people in the country. It's a lot of people that, that are swinging. And I do think that number will continue to increase with the younger generation because because of apps like Tinder and things where it's it's okay to be a little more sexually free and, and swipe right or swipe left and go go have a uh, I don't know what is that now a, a just a once and done wham bam thank you ma'am <laughs> yeah um, um, there is a yeah what what is the term um, I mean one night stand one night stand yeah that's what I was thinking of was one night stand but I think those things are be- will become more yeah I'd be curious acceptable. if like younger um, younger generations those in their twenties and and up and coming if if the norms do change one thing we haven't touched on is representation in the media of alternative non monogamous lifestyles and do you think that that would change anything I mean what can you think of? I mean, you and I, uh, yeah, I you mean, and I, I have th- raved about. I think we even did an episode about. Oh, oh, yeah, we definitely did an episode about um, the short-lived, awesome TV show Swing Town, which we still yeah. we love. It that was show. a good show. But what I think it all comes down to those those pioneering networks that are willing to be a little more liberal. Like you know, some networks are more conservative and some are more liberal. And I think it comes down to the the pioneering networks. Like in doing my research on number of couples that are are in the lifestyle, I tried to stick to research that was coming from news articles or news places. So, I mean, I think news venues are willing to do that. We get our sex in the news all the time, but it's few and far between that it's portrayed positively. I do think. I think more more often than not, they just don't touch those kind of articles, but I'm hoping that they'll do it more and it'll be more positive. This is freeform. I really haven't. Most of the issues we've talked about, I've thought about quite a bit before having this conversation on the podcast but the rest of this whole thing freeform like representation in the media i haven't actually given much thought via so like i'm gonna 
media is media, right? They well, want they want people to watch and they want people to listen. No, so I they're going to cater to some extent to their their viewing audience. True. And I what's what I, what's the age and the beliefs of their viewing audience? But I guess I'm saying I'm just wondering if there was more representation. Like I can't think of one show. You and I watch a lot of TV, but uh, we don't watch all I of think, the TV. I think press of any kind, positive or negative, always gets the word out there more. So, yeah, I mean, I think it can help. But even, like, you know, even take, like, Modern Family. If, like, one of, like, you couldn't be more modern. Like, it would have been awesome now that, I'm, I mean, I'm... There was a gay couple in Modern Family. Yeah, but if there was a open if couple in, if, 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 um, you know, Claire and, I forget the husband's name. If Phil. If, if Claire and Phil were open, I mean, I guess you want like the that would be funny. You, you it would be funny, and you could have some funny scenarios on that show. Like, uh, you could have a good comedy. Like that. So now if, that I think about it, Modern Family would have been a great if, show. For if the numbers are true about how many people are out there are even somewhat intrigued, then eventually I think a network will come along and try it and be willing to try it again. I mean, NBC did. Swingtown was on NBC. True. That's it was a, that's a, a summer m- show that didn't last long. But yeah, but we don't know why it died. And and then if you think about all the pay per view, you know, channels, the Playboys and things that have had different, um, like the show swing, for example. Like I I think there's money in it, but you have to have a network that's willing to take the chance because yeah. that's and what it is. It's a risk. But as I'm thinking about it, I, it could be a great internet show. Like if you if it started off as webisodes and then got got a cult following and and found its way to TV. Or even started off on like a, I could see a show like that on, yeah. on an Amazon Prime or on a Hulu where yeah, they're, I, they're willing to be a little bit more risky, like, or, or Netflix. I think that would be a great idea. I know that Netflix did have a show, shoot, and I'm blanking on the name. It was one of those shows like where they had six episodes and mm-hmm. and each episode was like sort of a different a different topic on a different couple. What was that show? Safe Sex? Or, it was, there was a show that had, that Netflix had that sort of touched on it but yeah i don't i i remember what you're talking about i can't remember the the title to go easy sex i think maybe easy or, or actually just easy i think the name of the netflix show is just easy oh i i so i just did a google search on my tablet here while we're sitting here and they did have a show called real life wipe swap on netflix which they're they're saying is if you've been considering swinging or a swinging situation but want to do a little bit of re- research first check out real life wife Sw- wife swap on netflix that's true i mean there are those things i you and i haven't watched that yet but i don't know about you the I reality like shows don't give it the best light. i agree don't that's what I, was, that well. I was about ready yeah, to say i feel like it's more gawk- a, a scripted show is i feel like it's more gawking at the scenario versus like yeah, i agree i would love to let's see watch the swingers that that reminds me of like the the parade that we talked about in our nadia nolens episode yeah like exa- feeling like you're in a zoo exactly i completely agree i would love now that i think about it it is a shame actually that like a show that has the like eyes on like we're modern family it's it's you know the modern family you have the couple with the you have the couple that has a huge age gap in there, and you have the gay couple, and yeah. and where there couldn't have been. I would just like to have, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I, I'd like to have some representation, actually, which is something I hadn't really considered before. And that is something that I it's think— It's a step in the direction of it becoming more more mainstream. Now, do, now don't get me wrong. We talked earlier about the um, the— the gay and lesbian community earlier where it's it's more dangerous to yeah. be in, like to be and, and 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 there's more serious reasons to be in the closet but i will say that i think that they that 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 the, that, that community has a decent representation on tv i mean even i watch supergirl on the cw yeah supergirl has a prominent um gay character lesbian character 
on that show. It, it feels a little bit like checking the box in some cases right now, kind though. Kind of, but I, I Because, like, there's always a news article. Sesame Street has new LGBT character. You know, it's, it, it's almost a way to bring in the press. Like, look, look at us. We're open. But I, I truly hadn't really thought about it, but I would like, actually, some more representation of, of open relationships and not portrayed, like, just portrayed as a norm. Like not I don't know. Maybe I'm, I'm, I am the perpetual optimist in, in, in our couple, but... Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do think it's coming. I, I hope so. Now that I think about it, that is, that's what I would like. I would like, I guess going all the way back to the beginning, like we talked about, like, what would we like to see in society? Like, how would we like society? Yeah. I'd like to, to see it more in I would media like to see more and, representation. and not, not as a, let's watch the swingers on display type, type I thing. I, I, I didn't know you. that's where that conversation was going to go. Like, no, end, me either. End this in, has in, been a good conversation. And then let's have some more representation, but we should more representation for the, for the open, for the open uh, communities without taxation <laughs> yeah the and well that's i think that's a pretty good place to leave it like, i agree with let's you let's get some let's get some more let's get some more openness in our media and and, and live your let's get some more openness between yeah. those legs i mean obviously i mean if you're listening to the show you're i guarantee well i can't guarantee but you're more than likely tolerant everybody this community tolerance any, would be anybody nice. in an alter most people in, in alternative lifestyles recognize that they're an alternative lifestyle, and they're going to be rec- and because of that they recognize that about themselves, they recognize about other communities, and that compassion. Yeah, we're preaching to the choir. And that empathy. I mean, you never know who's 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 listening, but I would like to like our our, our audience is yeah. I mean, we are preaching to the choir. Yeah, our audience are good people, and they're they're open minded like we are. Whether or not they swing, I'm confident our audience are open minded. Yeah, be like minded. Be, be open. Do do you like? I mean, we we definitely learn bringing it up again. Tristan Terramino's um, opening up book. Like there's you, there's all kinds of different ways to be open, and, and we you, we focus on our the the openness that we know swinging. Uh, we, I always joke that we're like the traditional 1970s uh, swingers. We, um, that's that's the type of swinging. Minus you know. the Quaaludes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, everything that we see on Quaaludes, they would have been awesome. Um, Wolf of Wall Street like makes a. We 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 were born a little late. We were born a little. <laughs> we were born a little late. So with that, you want to let people know where they can they they can find yeah, us. Yeah. So if you're listening to this, obviously you know how to find us. We're on all the major podcast apps: Apple, Stitcher, iTunes, all of those things. Um, we have a new Patreon. It's at um, patreon.com slash swinging around. No G at the end of swinging. We've got three tiers, the exhibitionist, the voyeur, and the unicorn tier. And and what does that get you? Really, it's just more of us and more of me. So um, oh, I gotta- if you enjoyed our little teaser story that I that I wrote, um, there's a full episode. It's about a half an hour long. It's a full story. There are three full sex scenes in that scenes or whatever in in that story so if you liked the teaser head on over to patreon.com and get that get the full story so you can can hear how they finish and finish (laughs) and finish again okay finish wrapping up but i'm going to talk about that and and you can email us at swinging around at gmail.com there's no g at the end of swinging we're on twitter at swinging around again no g at the end of swinging so real quick i want to talk about um our patreon Of, of course i'd we're gonna put um, the show out. We're 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 gonna put always put the show the main show out for free. But I recommend people um, check out your episode on on Patreon. And we have there's two because the episode that's posted is you reading erotica, and there's already two episodes. Well, and I wrote the erotica. Oh yes, let's yes. let's toot Heidi, that horn. I Heidi wrote it original er- um, erotica, and. There was two episodes that were posted way back in the day when we were doing the show um, before our hi- 
our hiatus and peek behind the curtain. Sometimes we just need to get an episode out. You know, um, we, yeah, we, we're we not going to do that now. We've got well, plenty of we had our son, to cover, And so there was a couple times where we're like, well, what, what can we do? Like, what would be hot? It's like, oh, Heidi can read some erotica. So then you you did two episodes and I never listened to them because. Nope, you bastard. Well, I spent all that time and you didn't even listen. Well, we, well, we I'm didn't rec- kidding. We didn't it's record fine. a regular episode just because we were busy. Um, and so we didn't record a regular one, but you recorded the, the erotica. But you, we, we had the Patreon tiers for for um, you for you writing your own your own erotica, and it it was the catalyst for me to go back and listen to the old to the episodes that you had done along yeah. with the Patreon exclusive episodes. And oh my God, are they hot! <laughs> I have, I have, we have we have a futon in this room where we're, we're recording this podcast. I have come down here. And is that staying over there from you? No, that's the dogs licking the. Yeah, okay. That's, uh-huh. the, that's the dogs licking. Right. <laughs> that's the dogs licking the futon. But I've come down here and just listened to those. And I was missing out for literally years not listening to those episodes. And I've been telling you, you know, I've been telling you like the last few weeks, like I need more of that. Yeah, so well, along those lines, there's a Patreon, there's a vote for Patreon members. They can vote on the topic of the next story but and what, what er- they want it to be. You so reading erotica If you want to say on what the next erotic story is, head on over to Patreon.com. You reading erotica is super fucking hot. And with the Patreon episodes, it's your own, you, you're starting, to, content, write, you're yeah. starting to write erotica. And it was hot to write it too. I'll give you that. I, I wrote it over the course of about four days and I had to stop mostly because I was turning my cell phone and needed to go release some steam. But so of, 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 it course, was fun. of course we appreciate if anyone chooses to subscribe through Patreon. Oh but, yeah. And that, that money just goes right back to the podcast. It, it helps us just maintain some of the expenses. It's but I've learned just how much, how hot the erotica is and look for, <laughs> I'm, I want you to, I need more Heidi erotica. <laughs> it's super, I can't believe how hot it is. And I missed out. Like I've literally like the other, the other night I couldn't fall asleep. So in, in bed, I didn't want to wake you up for sex. So in bed I went and I popped on my headphones and, and how much uh, of that is just because it's your wife though. I mean, it's um, 50, 50. Okay. It's fucking it. I mean, the stories are hot. The listening to a woman describe super sexual situations in graphic detail is so fucking hot and so i couldn't fall asleep and i was being considerate i didn't want to wake you up and so i rubbed one out just listening <laughs> listening to your voice <laughs> laying mere inches away uh well and more. i just slept right through it but it's so fucking hot so well I'll, with I'll that head on over to patreon.com <laughs> slash swinging around no g at the end of swinging and check it out stay sexy and stay swinging